Today is the day. Welcome to the Hall of Justice. Headquarters of the Justice League. Oh, man! I knew we'd be the last ones here! Welcome to Episodes of Excellence. I'm Thomas Graham, and we're going to talk about therapy for a second. What does this have to do with cartoons, and why was Batman and Flash talking, and Kid Flash talking earlier? Well, in Young Justice, they uh, they go to therapy, and therapy's great. It's very therapeutic. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not. There's not many shows, comic books, or anything that really show the struggle of being a superhero and when you have to make the hard decisions. In episode 17 of Young Justice, it's called Disordered, we see the team, Aqualad, Superboy, Kid Flash, Artemis, Robin, Miss Martian, go through therapy together. Separately, but they're all getting therapy. And I had the chance to speak with a voice actor friend of mine, Dominic Samuel. He, uh, he has some opinions on the therapy, and, and honestly, I agree with them. And when asked what his favorite moment in the episode was, oh, we'll let him say it. Did you have a favorite one? Um, oh, favorite one. Or, or which of the ones more like stuck I think- out to you? They all do for different reasons. I am a fan of Kid Flash uh, in terms of that series. Like, he was one of my favorite characters, if I remember it right. Um, and the the fact that he goes from completely nonchalant, upside down, eating popcorn, to uh, <laughs> very on edge because of the suggestion made by Black Canary um, is, is a lovely little bit of uh 360ing or 180ing i suppose it is um because it's both visual and um i guess audible but like it it's it's the tone of the scene as well as he literally does a 180 yeah and i do love just the full acceptance of you're in denial i'm okay with that Yep. <laughs> because I think the best Kid Flash episode in the entire series is like it's two up ep- two or three episodes later is the cold-hearted one where he goes on the run and like has to bring the heart to the queen because everything is- else is wrong and he finally grows oh, up yeah. to accept things. And I think that's kind of the switch, but this is the moment when you realize, "Oh, he's not just a goofball. He's just not okay." <laughs> Yeah, I think they they thinly um, sort of dotted about up towards this point. There isn't just the childishness in him, but it's it's by by everyone around him. It's pushed forward, and then you get these moments where the adult starts coming through and the the seriousness uh, where it it was there before, but but now it's more. The characterization of him yeah and i think that comes out the most in the second season if you remember because he's he and artemis step away from the whole hero bit and he yeah. takes a f- more parental kind of thing to 
Impulse and a few others. And I, 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 I like how these, as you said, the 15 seconds, I, I have the clips of them all recorded on um, my... Was I close? Um, I think the longest would probably be, if I were to guess, like 32 seconds. Here. I actually have Kid Flashes up, and it's about... 30 seconds, a little over 30 seconds. <laughs> but oh of God. that, most of it is Black Canary talking. Mm, yeah. Because it's... So you want me to believe that after everything you went through, including your own death from fiery explosion, you're peachy? I'm uh, fairly certain I never used the word peachy. But I think you got the gist. So you really have no interest in confronting your extreme reaction to Artemis's death? <laughs> I'd rather talk about you, babe. Wally, you're in denial. I'm comfortable with that. It's about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I think it's, it's also important to know, um, even though it's made to look like a therapy session, that, that ain't a therapy session. Uh, Black Canary is uh, almost... like. Yes, there is the whole I'm speaking softly and I'm trying to get through to you. But that's that's pretty much with all of them. It's a bit of a more of an interrogation than an actual therapy session. They are closer to an interrogation. Well, at least a few of them. Some of them do make more of an effort to be true therapy. Now, the episode before is called Failsafe. It is a virtual reality training where everything goes to crap. If you have ever watched Star Trek, it's a Kobayashi Maru situation. No matter what you do, something's going to go wrong. It happens. It is what it is. But what makes this one different is it's Miss Martian's fault. Her telepathic powers take over and certain people go into comas. Like Artemis is in a coma for most of the episode because she dies early on. Spoiler, sorry. Well, maybe you've watched the episode already. I'm assuming you kind of have. Because they're great. Go watch them, please. But the idea of Kid Flash, who starts his scene upside down when he chokes on the popcorn, he sits up. Now, of course, there's the main story of Superboy going on an adventure with the super cycle and meeting the new gods, and it sets up all these things. But just like Phineas and Ferb and many other TV shows, the main story is not the main story in this situation. It's actually the side story that's the more important one. After my conversation with Dominic, I had the opportunity to talk with Richie, and you can find him under RXD Voices on YouTube, where he has his own podcast, which I highly suggest listening to. It's great. He had a very interesting point of view to bring. With Richie, spoke more about Superboy. Because Superboy was the main focus of this episode where he met the new gods and he went on this huge adventure and it was great. But he, uh, Superboy had a little bit of a revelation throughout this episode. In the beginning of the episode, um, he's just angry. Mm -hmm. And then I find seeing him mature throughout specifically this episode and seeing the whole like original team mature 
really should, but it sh- shines mostly with Superboy in the clip of him when he's talking about how he felt after this huge crap show, which was the episode before of the VR training and everyone dying. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play the clip and I want to know what you think about it. Here's the ugly truth. I wasn't devastated. Even with Superman, Tornado, you, the whole league dead. Even though I didn't save Wolf, watched Artemis and Kaldor die and abandon McGann, I felt at peace. See, from the moment I first opened my eyes in that Cadmus pod, there's been one thing I've wanted and feared, to know what it is to be Superman. And I knew, so I was, I was happy. Everyone I care about dead or traumatized, and I'm happy. How do I get past the guilt of that? How do I live with myself? So, just that. What do you think of that? From going from the angry boy who has the personality of just, I'm angry, to that. What I think of that is it actually reminds me because I've worked with, so my day job essentially is working with autistic people. And it's a, they're amazing people, just so we're clear. But obviously there are things to adapt to. And it's the fact of essentially mindsets and habits, which is shown in this episode, that it doesn't really click. Like what what's, what you want and what you're doing doesn't really click for some people until they actually get get an understanding or, or see it and see what happens in action. For Superboy, so for my um participant, he's clearly autistic and trying to get him to get on a specific schedule can be a little bit challenging because he's always like, hey, diving in head first. It wasn't until that he made a serious mistake that that's when he learned, oh, this is maybe I should take a step back. For Superboy is the same thing. He wanted to develop into Superman to be the next Superman. And that was all it is he thought about, not realizing that if Superman fails, there's a big likelihood that everyone else around him is going to get affected, not just in a minor way, but in a major way. The amount of responsibility started to kick in and he went from angry boy to, you know what, maybe this is a lot more serious than I thought. And it, it even sh- even highlighted the, the guilt of him feeling that way, highlighted it even more because then he realized if this is my responsibility, it's really heavy. But if everyone around him is gone, then that responsibility is gone as well. And it's almost like a burden off of him, despite the fact that it's also a failure. With Superboy's responsibilities gone and the fact that he was Superboy, he had his own awakening. And there's a quote earlier that Bear, one of the new gods, says, Lower beings tend to fear intimacy. Now, all of this being said, this is only one episode. I highly suggest watching Young Justice. Seasons one and two are amazing. Season one is available on Netflix in Canada. All seasons are available on Amazon Prime if you pay for Teletoon Plus 
or if you are in the United States or elsewhere, it is available on Max. I highly suggest watching it. I rewatch the show at least twice a year. It is great. Huge thank you to Dominic Samuel, who you can find for any voice acting at dominicsamuelva.com. And as mentioned before, huge thank you to Richie. And you can find Richie on YouTube under RxD Voices. I've been Thomas Graham, and this has been Episodes of Excellence. Talk to you later.